welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Andrew Dembina for a bit of artsing around. Andrew, it's great to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, except I'm a bit <laughs> I'm a bit stressed because the the video is not working for our Facebook page, uh, yeah. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio Three. We'll try. Well, we'll try fingers, to fix. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why I'm doing saying it in an American accent. Probably not a very good one. Buying time as as I do. Um. So, have you been? It's been a, a couple of weeks since we last spoke. Last time you brought us to a wonderful um art gallery in Wong Chuk Hang. That's right. Yeah. Took us on a bit of a, a I, walk I, I around. Did. And that, that's the Blind Spot Gallery. Yeah, that was the Blind Spot Gallery in Wan Chuk Hang. And just to remind people really briefly that uh, two or three days ago, that exhibition kicked off of an artist in residence. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, an upcoming Hong Kong artist who's doing very exciting stuff. Some of it based from a residency that she also did in uh, Iceland. But... Let's not repeat all that again. People can uh, people can hear that again uh, on your archives, I'm sure. Um, you may be wondering what this fella's doing standing behind me, anyone who is tuning in to Facebook Live. If you're not, if you're listening on the radio, I've got a backdrop behind me, and it's uh, of a photo that was taken with my camera at Art Basel three years ago um, of the best, um, most influential, modern, mainland-born ink painter uh, possibly still alive today i'm talking about none other than the 88 year old um liu croissant and he was someone who i was given an interview with um uh so 2017 and i was told that you know keep it keep it down to an hour and i thought well i never normally spend an hour interviewing someone it was for a magazine story and uh we ended up having this one and a half hour chat um, because he was just so passionate about the work he does. Um, anyone who is uh, looking at the Facebook Live um, will see that he's standing next to uh, an ink painting, and it doesn't look like, I'm going to move my head out of the way, It's it, it has what looks like spheres, which are planets, because he's obsessed with cosmic imagery, which is, which is really not a traditional subject matter for Chinese ink painting on paper. So he was part of a breakaway movement in the uh, 1950s um, and 60s when he saw uh, space travel starting to happen. And now um, COVID has stopped him. But uh, until very recently, he was still one of the um, most senior professors at a, uh, an art college, one of the premier art colleges in Taiwan, born in China, born in Shandong, but um, a top professor in the National Taiwan Normal University, there's a name for you, um, which in which he uh, teaches uh, Chinese ink painting, but not just the traditional stuff that we think of. The reason I've got a picture of him behind me, apart from that my office is tiny and in a big mess, is, uh, is that um, I, the, the first thing I want to recommend today for artsing around is a great exhibition, not by this artist, but by one of his peers, who was born in Hong Kong, someone else who has taken that old traditional medium of Chinese ink with brush on paper and taken it to a different realm. Um, and I'm talking about um, an, an exhibition that has just started uh, and it's at the Gallery du Monde, which is in Central. 
and uh, it's by a local artist called Wesley Thompson, um, who's a late artist. He's no longer with us. He uh, passed away in 2012. But he started off uh, like the person who's standing behind me in the photo that I just explained. Um, uh, he started off by doing really traditional uh, still lives of orchids on tables or landscapes that looked very much like Guilin, some of the very popular ones in China. Um, but he took it to a new realm. And um, the, 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 the exhibition that's on at the moment of this, um, you know, eight, uh, eight years ago deceased artist, Hong Kong born, but respected in the whole um, world of, of, of Chinese ink painting, Wesley Thompson. Um, do think about going to see it if you fancy seeing where things went in a very modern art kind of way. Um, I sent you a picture, Noreen, which um, is entitled Plum. It's part of a series of paintings that he just simply called Plum, and then they have a number following that. And um, uh, when I sent you this before we went on air, you told me that uh, it reminded you of a tree. And that's exactly what it is. It's oh, a tree. Thank goodness. Um, you know, I'm not very good at art appreciation. I was so worried it was, yeah, something else. And I'd completely got the wrong end of the stick, tree, branch. Ah, well, um, it's, um, it, it's called Plum and it's a plum tree. Um, and... Uh, for people who can't see this image, which will be everyone except Noreen, it's um, it's it's it, it, it's painted with a very splashy technique. So, um, anyone who's ever seen the works of Jackson Pollock with oil paintings, the uh, the trunks and the main branches are literally pots of ink that he has scattered across the large pieces of paper. Um, the one that I've uh, sent Noreen is a two meter high painting, which is thinner. It's like a vertical image, so you've got a uh, uh, a portrait um, style uh, image for the piece of paper and um, and it's it's he's using his hands this is towards the end of his life there is not one brush mark on that painting that I sent you Noreen in the last 10 years of his life he abandoned paint brushes he went from painting the most conventional of Chinese paintings and then he took himself through decades of experimentation and in the last years of his life his most famous paintings and uh, the plum tree series is one of them with uh, with plum blossoms, which if, uh, if if anyone goes to this exhibition, you'll you'll see those plum blossoms were painted with his fingers and his fingernails. So he would scatter um, a splash of paint for the uh, for the trunk and then he would get his hands and he'd get hands on for the uh, for the thinner branches and then use his nails to eke out the image of blossoms it's quite amazing i'm trying to so, hold i'm trying um, to hold a picture up on the facebook live so people will be able to see it on uh, noreen mir on rthk radio 3 do log on uh, to, to see it i'm trying to hold it very still oh, the picture that you sent me andrew right okay that is from the current exhibition that we're talking about and just to remind people if their curiosity is picked a little bit by this it's um Gallery du Monde exhibition, which is in Duddle Street in Central. Just Google it. And um, at the same time as that, the University of Hong Kong is showcasing uh, an exhibition because they have some of his paintings in their permanent collection in the uh, in the gallery at the University of Hong Kong until um, the second week of November. You can see some more of his paintings. That is one of the most famous 
Chinese ink painters who went in a modern direction in Hong Kong, um, Wesley Thompson, exhibitions at Gallery du Monde and the, and the uh, Hong Kong University um, in Pot Fulham. So moving on from that, um, a lot of galleries and museums have started to open in the last few weeks. The Hong Kong Museum of Arts, which was closed for um, a couple of years, um, just opened in the heights of the pandemic. And um, so it couldn't really let people in for quite a while after it first opened. Um, and now it reopened about three weeks ago, of course, with new COVID rules uh, on how many people are allowed in, distancing, uh, sanitization, temperatures being checked, everything is perfectly um, safe, as safe as going to, um, you know, a controlled indoor space can be. Um, and there's lots of interesting things to do there. They've changed the uh, design, the interior design, to make smaller galleries. Um, they no longer have just two or three really big spaces. They now have a lot of smaller spaces. And this is so they can rotate collections of paintings and temporary exhibitions for sh uh, shorter periods of time and show much more contemporary and modern uh, artwork. Previously, they were mostly rotating their old collections, which went back to um, colonial times and the first Chinese paintings in southern China um, that were around the region of Hong Kong. Now they are opening it up to many more exhibitions, more interactive spaces as well. Something that you might be interested in, Noreen, as the owner of two young children, is that um, they're doing parent and children activities now quite a lot. So um, they're, 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 there are examples of these going on actually this week. I just had a look so that I could give you uh, a taste of what some of these activities are. And um, two events were held yesterday, um, one for six to ten-year-olds and one for um, two to five-year-olds. And they were with that age group in mind to sort of get them roaming around the galleries with parental supervision, um, chasing answers to quizzes and a storybook that has been made especially for these uh, parents and kids activities. One of the stories is uh, called Where's Grandpa Ofu? And I, uh, I sent you a picture of this. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if uh, if you had the chance to have a look at that, Noreen. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a it's a kind of a still page of a of an alien in a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I didn't give when I sent. And we, I think we just lost Andrew Dambina. Um, never mind. Uh, we'll try and get him back. Uh, oh, oh dear, oh dear. When it comes to live radio, all right, we'll try and get Andrew Dambina back and see what uh, happened uh, to him. Welcome to The Common Room with Alison Howe, where you find inspiration. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. Career Insight. I am a international chocolate judge and also international chocolate taster. And plenty of entertainment. Hello, Hong Kong. This is Luis Capaldi here. I'm Dua Lipa. Hello, everybody. We're Maroon 5. Stay tuned to Alison Howe. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. What's up, Hong Kong? This is Lau. Stay tuned to Alison Howe. Come and hang out with us in the common room. Weeknights at 9 on RTHK Radio 3. Whether you're here or here, 
may be here. Perhaps not there. You can always listen to Radio 3. Just go to your favorite app store and download RTHK on the go. Radio 3. We are always here. Right. Um, I think we managed to get Andrew Dembina back. Uh, <laughs> it's so stressful. Oh, there you are. Hi. Anders, are you on? Uh, I've got, I, I mean, I can see you, I can hear you, I've got, um, um, I, I've got both Zoom and a phone on the go. Oh, yes, same, same. All right, w we got you back. If only people can see how disheveled I look, I'm just going to show people on the camera this is how I currently look because we lost Andrew. All right, but we're good. All right, Andrew, sorry, we, we lost you. you. You were giving us yeah, an... Hello, an yeah. Yes, I'm going to hang up yeah. the telephone now because I've got you back on Zoom and we've got about four minutes before the yeah, news. I was... <laughs> I, I, I was... Sure. Are you okay there, Noreen? <laughs> um, sort I, of I the, was talking the third about Zoom the interview gone wrong, but yeah, fine. at the Hong Kong Museum of Art. Yes. Yeah. They... They really have gone out of their way to produce and publish um, books for children and families, which uh, the, uh, the still that I sent Noreen was of uh, an alien um, in, a, in a spaceship. And it, um, it was one of the pages from a children's book that the Hong Kong Museum of Art has made um, that tells a story. And during that story, they name drop uh, works of art and uh, artists' names, and parents and children spend their time um, going around tracking these pieces of art that are mentioned in the story. It's a way of getting um, families more into fine arts who might not normally think about going to a museum. Um, you know, perhaps they, perhaps the children have a mother who can't stand Picasso or something like that. And it's, uh, <laughs> and, uh, sorry, listener, I'm making an in joke because the last time we had a global um, art talk on artsing around, Noreen confessed to being one of the few people in the world who has no time for Pablo Picasso. Oh, it's it's, it's um, stressful it, when you it, don't it, understand the, the art. The, the modern. It can be a bit pretentious for some. Well, yes, it is. It is. Um, um, it, it could be, it could be pretentious. It could be argued to say that an adult taking himself back to childlike drawings <laughs> has an element of pretentiousness in it. But, uh, but I tell you what, kids respond to Picasso very well. So I think he's got it down. Oh, he, well, he's not alive anymore, obviously, but he did get it down um, because uh, because children do relate to it quite well. Perhaps not all adults. But anyway, <laughs> back to the Museum of Art. Um, they are also doing something for children that are older than yours, Noreen. Uh, the the up to uh, six-year-olds yesterday had something with parents called uh, Big Discovery, and uh, it was about uh, uh, promoting uh, parents talking their kids through. There were cheat notes for parents in uh, in brochures that they give. There's basically a kit that the visitor with children can now pick up in a in a in a tote bag at the museum and um and you can follow one of two different types of courses around there including to and during this uh, still you know covid -y times you can also do something around their sculpture gardens which is a new area an open air area 
just um, just outside the museum, which allows uh, some walking around through sculptures, installations, which are outdoor areas, which are some quite psychedelic uh, looking fantasy worlds made by three local artists at the moment. Uh, small environments that kids would have a whale of a time. I mean, I'd be lucky to drag my 17 year old through it, but I think with young children, it's, uh, it's uh, and this is the age that it's designed for, um, it would be really, and in fact, it would be stimulating for parents to see their children's reactions. There are these um, odd organic looking uh, inventive uh, plant or alien-like um, constructions made by sculptors, local sculptors in their 20s and 30s. And I think it would be uh, uh, something very different from having all the screen time that we've been so used to for most of this year. All right, um, well... I know uh, that we don't got, have a lot, a lot of time. I've got thinking, 30 seconds. Uh, okay, I want to give a quick plug for this weekend. The Hong Kong Arts Festival has got some live broadcasts going on Google them, look at their website, look at the Facebook uh, pages, because there's going to be all kinds of art happening that was meant to be live. Hong Kong Arts Festival is, is in conjunction with Tai Kuan, and you need to look at, uh, uh, just search Hong Kong Arts Festival and you'll find it. And there's all sorts of uh, performance, dance and uh, other activities going on. And that's all we have time for, I believe. Perfect timing. Andrew Dembina.